Hello, world, and welcome to this episode of the Ronjiro Japan podcast, the place where we provide insights on Japan from people who know Japan. Some of the most insightful people out there are comedians, which is why I'm happy to be joined by our guest, Saku Yanagawa. He's a stand up comedian based in the USA who has performed and headlined at major venues across America and in some other countries. He joins us from Chicago to discuss his story, talk about why stand up comedy is important to him, describe some of the differences between comedy in Japan and America, and much more. Our guest is the very funny Saku Yanagawa. I'm your host, JT, and this is Ronjiru. Let's discuss Japan. Saku Yanagawa, thank you for joining us on the Ronjiro Japan podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You are a stand up comedian, writer, and、mm-hmm. podcaster with your radio show based in the windy city of Chicago.、Um, we'll、yep. talk a lot about your background,、uh, how you got started in stand up comedy、mm-hmm. in a second language in another country.、Yep. Uh, we'll talk about all that. But first,、uh, let's start off by talking about how things are in America.、Mm-hmm. Your Instagram suggests that the comedy clubs are opening up again. Yeah. And you've been active.、Um, what has it been like during the past 15 months or 18 months with the coronavirus?、Um, and what's the comedy scene like lately? Well,、uh, I still remember in middle of March last year,、mm-hmm. um, the whole city shut down. And、it's obviously comedy club closed.、Uh, then I, I basically lost my job on stage.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, I guess uh, in July, uh, it reopened uh, in, with limited capacity. So I, I went back to the stage. But somehow,、um, you know, the second wave came in,、uh, in October, end of October.、Mm-hmm. Uh, it shut down again. Then in March, it came back finally. Then, Right now, people get vaccinated and、uh, you know, it's kind of back.、Right. So, 100 capacity, 100%、mm-hmm. capacity.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, yeah, I get up on stage almost every day and、uh, tickets sell out quickly all the time. Oh, really? People are desperate to、yeah. get back to something fun. I think so. People are、mm-hmm. finally remember how to enjoy themselves. Right. So, you had some time to write your book while you were downtime from comedy. Yeah, that's why I, I can pay the rent right now. <laughs> sure, sure. That's obviously very helpful. Okay,、um, let's talk about you and how you got involved in the world of comedy.、Um, mm-hmm. Because before you were a comedian, you were a rising star in baseball、uh, here in Japan. <laughs>、uh, could you tell us well, that story? Yeah,、um, actually, my father is a baseball coach in high school.、Ooh. So even since I was born, I, I had to start playing. Playing baseball、mm-hmm. with him. Then、um, I, I played baseball and I wanted to be like a MLB player, like Ichiro,、uh, Daisuke Matsuzaka, Hideki Matsui. Right. So I practiced every day. Then,、um, yeah, I even moved to Tokyo when I was 13 years old to focus on baseball and、mm-hmm. I was in dormitory. <laughs> Then,、um, but I couldn't make it because of that elbow injury. So, I、oh, had、no. to give up.、Yeah. What was your position? I was a shortstop, basically.、Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, you gave it up,、mm-hmm. and then what? So, I was kind of at the loss.、Absolutely. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Since <laughs>、so、I played baseball all of my life. Then、uh, I went to the university, Osaka University.、Mm. Then I was. Watching a TV program in my apartment by myself. And it、mm-hmm. was about a Japanese stand up comedian whose name is Ryo Koike,、oh, yes. uh, who's been doing, yeah, been doing stand up in New York City for probably、uh, two decades.、Mm-hmm. Then I was like, wow, he was cool. So I, I was looking for him on the internet and you know, I sent him a, a message. <laughs> I was like, hey, I want to do it. And I flew to New York next day. <laughs> Did you speak English then? Well, I mean, you know, 
to pass the entrance examination, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I crumped, you know, I so see. I knew kind of grammar. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but uh, obviously, it's not good enough for being on stage, like as a stand up. <laughs> it's not good enough to make people laugh in my second language. But, right. uh, you know, it doesn't Over. mean anything. It didn't mean anything for me. Right. What um, was it? I hear his name a lot, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, what was it specifically about what he was doing uh, that made you want to do that too? Well, I just thought, you know, uh, not only him, but also like stand-up comedian, mm -hmm. make people laugh, especially people who have different background and different, for me, language mm -hmm. and a different perspective with only just one microphone. Mm -hmm. So no music, uh, no, like, I don't know, like a magic technique, mm -hmm. just words. Right. I thought that was really cool and I want to do it. Also, I kind of knew uh, every single comedians I knew from movies did stand up before, before became sure. an actor. Many of them did, yes. yes. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. what, um, why was that important to you? Was it just that it was, uh, it looked cool to have just one mic? and make people laugh or was it like a challenge or something you wanted to um, uh, challenge yourself to, to pursue? Well, actually at that time I studied uh, theater and music in mm -hmm. Osaka University. Then I see. I, yeah, I was not, I was about, I was like, well, should I be the playwright or uh, mm. like a critique? Mm -hmm. But uh, to be like that, I I thought I really needed to be on stage anyways. Mm. Right. <laughs> For example, like there's a baseball commentators in Japan too. Yes. And they use a professional baseball player. That's why they can talk about baseball, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why I thought, you know, to talk about uh, play uh, any entertainment, I should be on stage first. <laughs> you see. So I was kind of looking for the opportunity. Then you know, stand-up comedies, you know, you, obviously, we can get up on stage by by myself, and uh, mm -hmm. I don't have to find anybody. Sure. <laughs> yeah, just one microphone, and it was really simple and efficient. That was right. Uh, yeah. I, I I guess that makes sense. Was that something that was not available in Japan? Well, as you know, stand-up comedy culture is not even big in Japan. Mm -hmm. You know, I think yeah, I can say uh, manzai is part of stand-up comedy yes you know but uh in my case um i thought i wanted to work kind of globally at that time so yeah that's why stand-up comedy is <laughs> the best for me at that time is still too mm -hmm. so you went to you said new york to um mm -hmm. meet with uh yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, but then after a time, you moved to Chicago, mm -hmm. uh, a major comedy city. Yeah, is that why you moved to Chicago? Had had you just moved there suddenly, or had you performed there before? <laughs> well, actually, I knew uh, Chicago is kind of comedy capital because mm -hmm. uh, because many you know legendary comedian came yes. from Chicago, like Second City. So yes. I knew just the name of Second City. Then I did uh, some open mics in New York City. And there was a visiting comedian from Chicago. Mm -hmm. And she introduced open mic in the second city mm -hmm. next day. So I was like, yep, I can fly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, fly, I flew to Chicago next day. And I fell in love with Chicago immediately. Sure. You, I've seen elsewhere that you said um, Chicago reminded you of Osaka. You felt home there immediately. <laughs> exactly. As it's a... Second biggest city, right? Well, yes. actually, not biggest city. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the comedy capital. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, both city, both city became big after World Expo and the rivers and food uh, capital and yeah and right. yeah people are kind of nice. I thought, well, yeah, I'm gonna live here. <laughs> the Kuidaori culture. Oh, for also. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's how I gain weight. Right. Yes. Uh, for my listeners who don't speak Japanese, Kuidaure is uh, a very uh, unique to Osaka kind of culture. It's a food culture, eating lots of food that tends to put on the calories. 
Lots of carbohydrates, right? Yeah, good yes. explanation. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, quick question. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a dumb question. You've just taken off your hat. Uh, I was going to ask you, Cubs or White Sox? Oh, obviously. Always Cubs. Cubs. You got your Cubs shirt <laughs> on, obviously. That was a dumb question. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got your break in the Chicago comedy scene doing open mics, not at auditions, or or how did it work for you? Actually, there's so many bars, you know, having an open mic in the city mm-hmm. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Probably we can do like a four or five shows, five mics in, at night. Mm-hmm. So I hit kind of many mics. And uh, luckily, um, I got found by a comedian uh, who runs a show at the Laugh Factory. Oh. So I, got a, I had a chance to do a spot in Laugh Factory. Wow, the Laugh Factory, great. So obviously, you see a guy on TV, you think, yeah, I think I'll do that. Mm-hmm. You get on a plane, you go to a foreign country, and decide to do something that is difficult to begin with, but requires linguistic skill, which you didn't have enough of at the time. You are a man of courage, or a man of conviction, <laughs> or both. Um, but to use a baseball metaphor, since then... You've been hitting it out of the park um, um, for many of your performances. Uh, let's take a look at a brief clip from one of your sets. Yep. Uh, Sakuzan, thank you for giving me permission to use this. And oh, to YouTube, this you. clip is being used with the permission of the copyright holder. <laughs> so everyone, the very funny Sakuyanagawa. My name is Saku Yanagawa. I came all the way from Japan. Uh, have you ever seen Japanese guy on a comedy show before? No. Hey, me neither. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so happy to be in America here because America is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, America is great. But I think recently America uses the term hero too much. Right, because I went to the restaurant the other day, then I found the poster at the entrance. It said, wear a mask, be a hero. Are you sure? Can you guys be a hero just wearing a mask? Alright, if so, we Asians have been a hero for fucking 40 years. Well, but I think a hero is a matter of perspective. For example, your greatest hero during World War II is my grandpa's greatest enemy. <laughs> Alright, that's a bit harsh, but true. Because <laughs> 10 years ago, my American friend took me to the Wrigley Field for the first time. And at the beginning of the game, announcer said, Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and take your hat off and give it up for World War II hero, Sergeant Mike Smith. And everyone stood and clapped like, Woo! But I didn't know if I should. <laughs> because, you know. But I didn't want to be disrespectful, so I just stood and clapped twice. <laughs> One for each bomb. <laughs> what? Too soon for you guys? <laughs> yeah, but my point is, we should stop Asian hate. So that we Asians can go back to hating each other. (laughs) Like we've done for a thousand years. That's our game to play, so leave us alone. (laughs) Great stuff and very funny. Thank you. So you've performed at many major clubs uh, Mm -hmm. and venues around the U.S. You've also headlined at Mm -hmm. um, several of them. Mm I heard that you do something like 400 performances a year. Is that mm-hmm. still the case? Yeah, I mean, obviously, during pandemic, I couldn't be like sure. that. But yeah, uh, yeah. You know, after pandemic, I'll do it for sure, like, easily. So you're <laughs> all- Chicago has a lot of shows, yeah. You're always on the road. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to be busy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
How's that yeah. working out? Yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes I I get just twenty five bucks from the show, mm. and I have to I have to transport by by Uber, right. and an Uber fee is much more expensive. But uh, you know, stage time is really important, so mm. I don't care about money. Yeah, right. yeah. So right. I get up on stage. That's that's what I want. Then I'm going back a little bit in time, but in uh, 2017, you uh, toured in Africa. Uh, I oh, think yeah. it was the was it the Kigali International Comedy Festival? Yeah, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. How was that? Well, actually, I kind of got surprised. Uh, Luanda has a super, super amazing startup comedy scene. Really, people were really energetic, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they they knew a lot about stand-up, especially American stand-up. Uh, right. So actually, at that time, I was looking for the opportunity to do like a big show um, to get the visa for America. Then, mm-hmm. So then my friend who is Kenyan comedian who mm-hmm. has been active in Japan <laughs> called me. He was like, hey, are you interested in uh, Kigali International Comedy Festival? Uh, two in two weeks, <laughs> like, yeah, I want to do it, but uh, how can I go? He said, um, you know, you should do some paperwork and uh, get vaccinated, and you can go. Then I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do. Then right I I flew. Then luckily, I I could have a chance to do a show like a big shows in uh, Uganda, mm-hmm. right next to Rwanda mm-hmm. and uh, Kenya. I was on TV in Kenya too. Mm. Are the audiences different from the audiences in America in terms of their yeah. sense of humor and, and perhaps the things that they value? Yeah, completely different. Um, well, it actually, they reminded me of like Def Jam comedy in the really? 90s. Yeah, so because the stage has a drummer, then mm. the drummer or DJs. Then when, when we say the punchline, DJ goes like, <laughs> yeah, and then people really, really like laugh so hard when, when they find funny. Mm-hmm. Then, but if they didn't find funny, they kind of booed. So it was really like oh, wow, energetic, and I really enjoyed it. Fantastic. Then you did some touring in Europe. I believe in 2018, you were at the mm-hmm. Edinburgh Festival Fringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? That was good festival. Yeah, that's good. Um, so obviously, British sense of humor is completely different mm-hmm. from American. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to try out my uh, jokes <laughs> for months. But um, so I made it a rule to drink Scotch whiskey if I bomb. I see. Then I I end up drinking fifty four Scotch whiskey good every Lord. night. So. Wow. I know much about Scotch whiskey. I'm kind of expert right now. Right, obviously, yeah. yes. Your liver is thanking you for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, yes. yeah. Then the next year in 2019, you were the first, mm-hmm. I think, you were the first uh, yeah. Japanese comedian at the Breakout Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah, that festival was amazing. It was uh, Second City and NBC mm-hmm. uh, organized the show. And yeah, when I got selected i was like yes i made it yeah yes that was was that a broadcast i don't know enough about the show is it broadcast nationally mm-hmm. yeah oh. so right. yeah many people found me probably <laughs> and then the same year i think back here in japan you were mm-hmm. the first stand-up comedian ever to perform at the fuji rock festival uh back here in japan <sighs> yeah that's yeah. like what 40 50 000 people yeah, 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 exactly. But uh, also, that was the first time to get ignored by 45,000 people in my life. Oh, really? It didn't go so well. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because I opened up for like The Cure, mm-hmm. British band. Yes. Then, you know, the, the festival was held in like mountainous area. So there is no internet connection, basically. But I could, I could see many people use their cell phone swiping me left. Oh, no. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, it was a tough show, but uh, it's not because of the environment. It's not because of the festival. It was just because of me, I guess. So I couldn't make them laugh. Yeah. 
Mm. Were you using English or Japanese or both, mixing it up a bit? Yeah, I did 23 shows in Huji Rock, then I did four shows in English, and the、uh, rest of them in, in Japanese.、Mm. Uh, when I opened for Cure, I did in Japanese because I saw、uh, many Japanese audiences in, the, you know, in their stage. Yeah.、Mm. Still, though, all across the US and several countries around the world and back here in your home country,、so mm. even though perhaps you got swiped left a little bit, it sounds like you're smashing <laughs> it.、Uh, <laughs> you're also starting to smash it here as well.、Uh, congratulations in appearing on Sunday Japan. Uh, which is oh, a big, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's a big variety talk show for my audience who doesn't know on TBS. And、um, I think you were just also recently on Viking on、uh, oh, Fuji、yeah. Television. Yeah. Yeah. So good.、Um, I, I'd like to, to come back to something that you hinted at、um, earlier when you saw Ryokoike and decided、uh, that you wanted to do stand up comedy and you wanted to do it the way that it's done in. The United States. So let's just say American style stand up comedy. You found that、um, exciting and different、um, from comedy in Japan. And I'd like to explore that with you. Could you help my audience understand in general、mm-hmm. what are some of the differences between comedy in Japan and comedy in America? You did talk about manzai、mm-hmm. already, but、uh, Nozaka is famous for it. But could you cover sort of what the differences are basically? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's my understanding.、Okay. As, far, as long as I know,、um, so Japanese comedy、uh, always t a l k about our daily lives.、Mm-hmm. For example, I, I went to 7 Eleven yesterday and blah, blah, blah happened. And、uh, you know, my husband is blah, blah, blah.、Uh, because we Japanese people kind of share the same lifestyle, same lifestyle based on. The same culture,、mm-hmm. I guess. So that's why our main topic is daily lives, and it can be the material to talk about.、Uh, but as you know, in America, there's so many kinds of people shared on their own culture and lifestyle. So that's why they have so many genres、mm-hmm. and、uh, topics to talk about. So, for example, like po- even politics、uh, and, you know. Religion,、uh, even science, and the drug and sex, everything. Right. So I think that's one of the biggest d i f f e r e n c e between Japanese and American comedy. And、uh, people say that the,、uh, Japanese comedy, especially as seen on TV, has no political satire or something like that. Yes. Yeah. I think that's true too. And、uh, no satire、uh, because I think satire is just like a knife. You know,、sure. you can see the word in kanji, fushi. Ah, fushi, yes. Yeah, it's just like a knife, right? But、um, yeah, I think if they're like a divided world and culture,、mm-hmm. like in terms of, for example, race, like a white, black, uh, Asian, uh, Hispanic, we need knife to, you know, Heal and to make some joke about it, but in Japan, I mean, it's more like Mura culture, Mura, Mura society, like a village. So we don't need,、uh, yeah, we don't even need a knife if we try to stab, it doesn't it doesn't work. So that's、mm-hmm. why、uh, satire has not been big since 1970s, I guess. It was big in the 70s and now it's not. Actually, yeah, before like Manzai boom、mm-hmm. in the 1970s,、mm-hmm. uh, satire and the political jokes were huge.、Mm-hmm. And that kind of jokes and、uh, culture became like a mainstream in the 50s, I guess.、Mm-hmm. And we've both used the word Manzai a few times here. For my audience、mm-hmm. who doesn't know or isn't familiar with it, Um, could you explain the basics of manzai? You're from Osaka and you're in comedy, so you'd be perfect、yeah. to explain it. Yeah. So I guess、uh, you can imagine、uh, Abbott and Costello style stand up.、Ah, so, that's a good analogy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? They're like、mm-hmm. a, a straight man and a full man.、Mm-hmm. Then when full men make a mistake, straight men correct the mistake and the people laugh together. Right. So that's a、uh, of- basically manzai style, yeah. 
there's a lot of puns involved as well. Wordplay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So that's one of the main you know, topics they talk about. But also they, they, they speak like a really deep stuff uh, based on their daily lives.、Mm. And、uh, Manzai culture has been really, really big. And、uh, there is a big, biggest Japanese comedy contest、mm-hmm. called M1 Grand Prix. Yes. That was really, yeah, that's really intense. <laughs> sure. That's、um, the, the form or style of comedy. Would you say, or what would you say, are the differences with audience members between Japan and the US and reactions? Wow, that's completely different. How so? <laughs> it, when I went to America for the first time and got up on stage, I thought audience and、uh, performers like, face each other. It's not,、mm. not only like,、uh, physically, but also like, you know, mentally too.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for example, like,、uh, you know, we can understand that, that from you know,、uh, the comedy term too. <laughs> so,、mm-hmm. for example, in Japan, Um, the funniest part of the joke is called ochi. It's ochi. like, I don't know how to explain ochi. Yeah. Ochi. I guess you could just yeah, call just it like the... a, down. Yeah, it's yes, just it's... jumping or jumping down or something like that in Japanese. Right, right, right. But in English, it's a punch, right? Sure. Punch. punch line. Yes, yes. Yeah, punch line. And,、yes. and also, for example, in Japanese, that's, interesting. that's an interesting make, observation. Making people laugh. Mm-hmm. Right?、Yeah. <laughs> making people laugh in Japanese is、uh, ukeru,、mm-hmm. right? It's, it's like a really passive,、mm-hmm. right? Uke, Possess. Yes, yes, yes. But in English, kill and destroy. <laughs> right, kill and destroy. Yes. Yeah, yes. So we, we comedians should punch and kill. <laughs> that's our job. <laughs> so when I came to America, I got、Fantastic. surprised. Wow, that's really harsh. Sure. <laughs> So, you know, in Japan, all I had to do was like,、uh, I don't know, like get something from the audience and,、uh, you know, with like a jump, with jokes like jumping from like something. Yeah. That's a very interesting observation. Ukeru is a passive word,、uh, it means passively to accept、yeah. or to have done to you. Yeah. And. Ochi, yes, you take it away from the climax of the joke, and that's the part that's funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad I asked that question.、Um, <laughs> why is, we talked about, you know, the knife, fushi, the, the knife.、Mm-hmm. Why is satire and irony,、um, what, I guess, criticism or caricature, why are these things not,、um, or why is it rare in Japan? It could be、mm-hmm. um, also an effective tool. Yeah, there are a lot of reasons, I guess.、Uh, yeah, I've been thinking since I was in college. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same as,、uh, for example, like play.、Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's connected with our history of、uh, politics, too.、Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain in English, but、uh, in America, they're like. That it's certain way that there are two parties, right?、Uh, like Repub- Republican and、uh, Dem- Democrat, right? Yes. But in Japan, always LDP was the you know, main party.、Mm-hmm. So that's why it's just like, I don't know, always the politics related. Entertainment or regarded as like a left wing stuff, like a resistance stuff.、Mm-hmm. So some people kind of stay away from that. Right. Yeah, that was one of the reasons, I guess. And also in terms of comedy, especially my parents' generation didn't want to talk about politics in public. That's、mm-hmm. a part of Japanese culture, I guess. But I'm afraid. If our generation d o n t have any swords right now,、mm-hmm. you know, probably my parents had their swords, but they didn't want to talk about it in public. But what if our generation have 
no thoughts right now. They don't think about actually, things. Yeah, actually, that's going to be really dangerous in the future in Japan. Yes, absolutely. That's why. That's why I think stand-up comedy is really important to、uh, give opportunity to think about you know anything, if not only politics. So、right. also, it's going to be a good tool for healing division. Um, there's a lot of work to do to get people to think about these things because Japan is not as uni- I don't think, anyways. I've、mm-hmm. lived here for a long time. I don't think Japan is as、mm-hmm. what's the word homogenous.、Uh, mm, yeah, one, for sure. Yeah. I don't think it's as homogenous as it used to be.、Mm-hmm. So how how can you pry open the opportunity to、uh, use comedy here? Because yeah, I agree with you. I don't think.、Uh, The younger people that I see actually think about their future or think about their country. Yeah, <laughs> actually,、um, we talked about manzai before, yes. right? Yes. Then, so in manzai, so there's a straight guy and a full guy. Said,、yes. and straight guy's job is to correct a mistake of full guy、uh, yes. with a same perspective of. Audience member in the theater, right? I see. Yes, yes. So that guy has the same perspective as all audience member in the theater.、Mm-hmm. But now, as you said, it's a time of diversity.、Mm-hmm. So I think that role would never work in the future. I see. Because it's almost impossible to share the same exact perspective as. All of audience member as a one person, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why I think、uh, manzai will be like、uh, just one month style, like、right. like stand up, like stand up solo style.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if it's ideal or not. But、uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, even in Japan, we need a comedy、uh, which. Comedians shared our own perspective to the audience, and the audience can laugh at people whose opinion is different from them. I watch、uh, on television or whatever、uh, Japanese comedy, but it's it's a lot of it seems to me to be slapstick. Okay,、um. and maybe. That's just a personal choice, or sorry, a personal taste. But、mm-hmm. I don't really laugh very much. It's not a language problem、mm-hmm. because I watch and I can see most of it is is using the body, anyways, right?、Mm-hmm. Right. They slap each other in the head and they make jokes <laughs> and then they laugh、yeah. out loud and all that. Um, what what how when people are used to that, how do you get people interested in、uh, the spoken? Form of comedy. Okay, that's an interesting question.、Um, actually,、um, <laughs> I traveled many countries,、yes. and、uh, people in the foreign country、uh, see Japanese comedy、mm-hmm. as slapstick or animated. Yes. Then, actually, I don't agree with it. Sometimes,、mm-hmm. you know, there are some, you know, animated and、uh, slapstick style of comedy, but we know how much.、Uh, Our comedies like are deep, <laughs> like、right. we talk we talk about deep stuff. So the interesting thing is,、um, Japanese people、mm-hmm. see American comedy as、mm-hmm. very slapstick. <laughs> really. So when Japanese like you know scholar or Japanese、uh, commentator talk about American comedy, they are like, hey. American comedy is very, very slapstick, and they always use facial expression. That's the American、mm. comedy. <laughs> That's what they say. So I think my opinion is humor is really local, and they don't know the deep part of comedy of you know foreign country.、Mm-hmm. So they just get a surface of comedy. So I think that's fine.、Uh, humor is local and. It's kind of nonsense to compare Japanese comedy and American comedy, like which is funnier. So in Japan, you know, we can enjoy Japanese local comedy, and in America, we can enjoy,、uh, you know, American comedy. That,、mm-hmm. That's why 
as an international comedian, all I have to do is to have multiple channels, like African channel, a Europe channel, uh, American channel, and Japanese channel in Japanese. That's、mm. what I should do. I see. And that's how you'll、yeah. be bringing、uh, stand up to Japan、uh, in、yeah. the future as well. That, yeah. If I bring English comedy, like what I do in America, to Japan,、yes. definitely Japanese people will never understand and they will never like it. <laughs> so, like I was on the Japanese media, like a Japanese radio a lot. And they asked me, like, hey,、uh, could you tell me the difference between American comedy and Japanese comedy? Then I, I said, American comedy is blah, blah, blah. All, all, always,、um, some Japanese people made a comment on my timeline, like a、mm. Facebook, Twitter, like, hey, I think American comedy is not funny.、Mm. I don't think American comedy is funny. Japanese comedy is the best. <laughs> I don't want to you know, argue. I don't want to fight against that. You know, I don't want to fight that kind of conversation because that's true. For Japanese people, Japanese comedy can be the funniest. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that, that's okay.、Yeah. How much of that is dependent on language? I guess 75%.、Mm-hmm. Which is And, a big thing. Because, for example, yeah, for example, like if I were a native speaker, for example, I studied in international school in Japan,、mm-hmm. I, if I never lived in the United States, I got up on stage in America, I kind of bomb for sure. Really? If my English is perfect.、Hmm. So, but、uh, as you know, my English is horrible, but no, I、not. can get up on stage and can make people laugh <laughs> because I, I know the kind of American culture.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why language is 60 to 75%, I guess.、Mm-hmm. Then, Rest of them are like a street smartness. <laughs> street smart, yes. Yeah. Which yeah. you are because you read the newspapers and walk the streets when you go to a new town. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And、uh, I, bu- I buy a guidebook、mm-hmm. <laughs> about that country、mm-hmm. and I get、uh, information, as much information as I can. Then I go to the like, dive bar <laughs> and local people hang out. Then <laughs> I. Try my new material, then if they like it, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say on stage.、Right. That's what I did in Africa and Europe. I see. So, you find, as a person who's not from that area, you find、mm. something that's、um, unusual or unique and see if、uh, the local people who,、uh, who live there have、yes. noticed it before. And if they haven't, it's,、uh, it's something for, for the stage. <laughs> yeah, that's,、mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I guess if you take that approach that we just spoke about, very interesting,、um, and you brought stand up comedy to Japan、uh, in a format that's, I guess, similar to the way it's done in the US, but sort of adapted for a Japanese market, you could change Japanese society a bit and maybe encourage young people to start thinking. Yeah, if I can do that, that'd be really better. Change society <laughs> and maybe even talk about some of the, the taboos in Japan, like talking about politics or religion or, or even race.、Yeah. Because even though Japan has、uh, mostly Japanese people, there are still issues、uh, here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.、Um, speaking of taboos and society changing, I'm going to、mm-hmm. change topics.、Uh, paradoxically, America also. Uh, has an increasing number of, well, taboos as well.、Um, on your podcast, you've talked about the cancel culture and how it affects comedy.、Um, yeah. You've been very careful not to have an opinion on it, you report on it.、Um, so I'm going to ask you your opinion. Cancel culture, what's going on? Well, as you know,、um, st- <laughs> if Anyone says、uh, like bad wars and bad,、mm. com- even 10 years ago,、uh, yes. 12 years ago, it's easy for us to get canceled. We're going to lose any job, upcoming shows, and we're going to get cut by the agency. Right. That, that's the cu- cancel culture time right now.、Mm. So, but that's why 
we should update ourselves. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I said something wrong in, 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 you know, before, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's because sometimes um, I didn't know many things about it. Uh, but I, I have changed myself and like other people did. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really important for me not to say we shouldn't say. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, then if we have to say something, I want to say it's, it's very funny stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does it make sense in English? Because it's really difficult to say in English. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if you have to say something, for example, if I want to say and speak out, mm-hmm. I will say for sure. But uh, finally. Right. Well, obviously, um, that is exactly the problem in a way. Um, mm-hmm. You say it funnily, but mm-hmm. <laughs> funny is in the uh, is in the ear of the listener, um, yeah. and one person's humor is another person's insult, and that's a very gray zone because you said we need to keep adapting and upgrading ourselves, yeah. which is true, and I agree with that in to a degree, but um, who is the person uh, who is deciding? Uh, what you need to be adapted to, and it's not something that you can control, and yet you're a professional in comedy. How do you walk that line between here is the the way the wind is blowing, and I need to uh, adapt my humor to that, but also you know how to be funny, and oftentimes a lot of people don't. And how do you walk the line between maintaining that edge of cutting into you use mm. we, we talked about mm. cutting right killing cutting maintaining the cut but not harming people uh who uh well in my opinion are sometimes a little bit too um sensitive yeah hmm. well um that's why first of all a comedian has to be really really careful and has to know the borderline where, yes. where is the edgy line, like a borderline. Yes. And also we have to get as much information as I can. Mm-hmm. That's why I get up on, I, before I get up on stage, I every day read the newspapers mm-hmm. to, to get information mm-hmm. uh, and keep learning. So, and also once we know the borderline, our job is to aim the, I don't know, like edgy, like a, you know, but, border sure uh, then we cannot get afraid of the fire <laughs> from sure. audience right uh, so i make a rule not to apologize if people get mad mm-hmm. no uh, especially uh what i said on stage right well <laughs> you're very brave I mean, you tied right into the whole Trump thing. You went into that. You had beer bottles thrown at you. Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> that was like the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Were you wearing your blue suit that day? <laughs> oh, no. Just no. Uh, Ray-Ban sunglasses. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you, you don't seem to have a problem diving right into the deep end because you were in the heart of... You're in the heart of the cancel culture, and yet you you talk about, well, you talk about not religion so much, but you certainly talk about race, you certainly talk about politics, and uh, you talk about being from Japan and an outside perspective, mm-hmm. sort of a observational humor. Um, yeah, because that's the best way to tell people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from my own perspective as a Japanese and uh, as a foreigner. Right. Mm. My opinion is I I don't I don't like cancel culture. If you don't like the way that people speak on stage, go to a different mm-hmm. person's show. Go see a different comedian. It's that simple. <laughs> well, it yeah, seems yeah, simple yeah. to me. I, I think so. And uh, I mean, too much cancel culture is not. I don't know solving the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, my thought. if you if you go to a restaurant. And they have 10 items on the menu. 
and mm-hmm. one of those <laughs> items is broccoli, and you hate broccoli. <laughs> yeah. Don't order the broccoli. You have nine other mm-hmm. items to choose from, or go to another restaurant. Mm-hmm. But what you don't do is boycott the restaurant, set up cars outside so nobody can get in, and <laughs> and hold a demonstration because you don't like broccoli and they serve broccoli. That's it's a really really childish way of 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 expressing frustration at things. That's what I think. So I don't know. Yeah. I was just wondering how you, as a comedian, managed to walk that line. Yeah, but uh, as a comedian, I don't want to hurt people. Uh, with jokes based on uh, what they cannot change. Mm-hmm. For example, like uh, their race, their yeah. uh, background, their, I don't know, like their gender. Mm-hmm. So th- that's kind of unprofessional for me. Sure, sure. To talk about it, get it getting laughter. Yes. Yeah, to get laugh, uh, you know, <laughs> that, you know, I don't want to do that. And uh, it's really unprofessional for me. Mm-hmm. That's why... As a comedian, for a comedian too, there's there are kind of menu, ten menus. Like we can talk about like anything, right? You know, so I don't have to choose broccoli, right? Right. <laughs> if sure. I heart someone. That's why mm-hmm. I rather choose anyone, like anything, like a cabbage or right. like Brussels right. sprout. Sure. To yeah. extend the to extend the metaphor, uh, yeah. Asian hate, mm. which you've talked about on stage and and it's a, in the clip that we just showed. Um, is it really getting bad or is it just getting reported more? Um, what would be your perspective? Because you are Asian. Yeah. Luckily or fortunately, mm-hmm. me personally, I've never had experienced uh, like Asian hate to mm-hmm. me. Good. Yeah. Also, like I try to... I don't know. I say to myself, it's not even Asian hate. For example, like even before pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, for example, I bumped into someone on the street and that guy said, you know, some bad words to me. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm Asian, just because I, you know, I, I was cell phone and I bumped. I so, right. but yeah, honestly, many of my friends in Chicago got like Asian hate. I see. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone got thrown, the, yeah, some people throw egg to my friend to, and uh, yeah, throwing eggs. That was, yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> yeah, I think better than be a bottle though. Uh, <laughs> yes, sure enough. But yeah, anyways, yeah. So Asian hate crime has been big, I guess. Mm-hmm. And people are getting cancelled for their comments as well, like uh, what's his name? <laughs> Tony Hinchcliffe. Tony Hinchcliffe. Also, uh, uh, Billy Eilish. Eilish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was kind of different cancel culture. That yes. obviously Very it different. was their fault. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was their fault, and uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit over the top. Um, is there? I'm changing topics. Is there mm-hmm. anything um, specific that you learned from your early start in baseball? that has either helped you or uh, furthers your career in stand-up? Is there something that you were able to bring from baseball that you can use? I, I'm not talking about specific neta. I'm talking about mm-hmm. um, yeah, what you learned, your discipline maybe? Well, actually, baseball discipline made me as a comedian. I, I mean, see. made <clears throat> myself, um, yeah, many things. For example, I don't know, like, my father always told me, um, you know, even if I can't hit, I have, you know, I can, I can't hit any, I cannot get any hit on that day. All we got to do is to keep swinging and at, on, on the bat, at the bat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same, you know, in comedy too, even if. I cannot make people laugh on that day. I should shuffle and I should keep doing. Mm. And someday I can get a big home run. And if we win the game, I'm going to be the hero. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I got to believe it. Do you know when uh, you walk on the stage, do you get a general sense of the mood of the audience and whether or not it, you're going you're gonna to bomb or you're going to kill? 
well, there's some moments, but uh, usually hmm. first 45 seconds would be the key for me. I see. <clears throat> I want to get, I want to relate it to the audience. Mm-hmm. I want to, yeah. So <laughs> I feel like I'm a captain. So mm-hmm. people are on board. So <laughs> as a captain, um, if they enjoy a ride and our journey, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what I say, they, they like me. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> if someone jump onto the ocean already, I cannot do anything. Right. They're off the ship. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's why, yeah, for this joke, uh, for example, like uh, the hero bit mm-hmm. is really important for me. Sure. Mm. How, how do you deal with hecklers? Well, that's the hardest part for me because sometimes people are so drunk that I don't understand what they say. <laughs> Especially it's my second language, right? Yes. <laughs> so I was like, hey, could you talk to my Siri so that I can understand? Uh, I see. Right. <laughs> but for me, um, you know, English is not a first language, mm-hmm. so I have to prepare more. Sure. Yeah. So than other comedian do. That's why it's just like a, I don't know withdrawal. Mm. Uh, I have I have to <laughs> put so much in, so much uh, information on the withdrawal, and I can pick it up. You then can I pull say, it out of the filing cabinet as you need it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. <laughs> So that's that's the most important thing for me to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the most challenging thing about stand-up uh, in the whole the whole package when you think about it? What's the most challenging for you? Well, it's it's a really good question, but I guess I don't know, like. Stand-up is really simple entertainment, right? <laughs> Which is mm-hmm. talk. So that's why audience can see me very well <laughs> as a person. Yes. You know, everything like personality, like history of myself. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't lie <laughs> mm-hmm. as a person. That's why if I'm not a, a good person or funny person, easily audience can get it and um, they don't laugh that's why as a stand-up comedian the most i mean important part and the hardest part is to grow grow as a human being <laughs> mm-hmm. would another word for that be uh authenticity being genuine mm, yeah 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 so you i think it's connected to uh originality too mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I see. Do you get a lot of repeat viewers or audience members who come to see all of your shows? Or Yeah, that's why I have to keep writing new jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the hardest part. So mm-hmm. you are- I, I, oh, sorry. I, I write the jokes and uh, <laughs> I go to the open mic or I try to show my best friend like... Mm-hmm. My best friend, com- comedian, mm-hmm. uh, whose name is Drew, and Drew. Uh, <laughs> shout out to it. Drew. Yeah, Drew, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we see our new material each other via Zoom. He's based in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, we met in Seattle International Comedy Competition mm-hmm. to 2018, and he was the winner. Then oh. uh, we just realized we were born in exactly same day, same wow. year. Wow! And he played baseball in you know minor league. Oh, doppelganger. <laughs> so we became best friends. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like he's my American twin. American twin, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had time to write and you wrote a book called Get Up, Stand oh, yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in Japanese. Is that at all inspired by the Bob Marley song with the same title? <laughs> no. no. Actually, um, it just means, of course, I like Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's more like, uh, you know, stand-up culture in Japan is still young and new. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, hey, please get up stand-up comedy culture. That, that's see. what I meant. I see. And, uh, but, uh, you know, if we search the title of the book in Amazon, mm-hmm. I think too many Bob Murray stuff. Yes. yes. <laughs> no one can find my book. So, you know, but I like the title. Are you going to make an English version of that? 
actually I've been thinking because um, my editor wants to do it. You see. And <laughs> is there a Netflix special in the works after you've uh, played with uh, writing the book in English? Honestly, hmm. my goal mm-hmm. is to be on my Netflix special in three years. And I don't think it's impossible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if I keep doing what I do right now, I definitely get an opportunity to, I mean, to be on a big stage. Mm-hmm. And I should be ready for it. Well, I hope it works out. Um, we're, this, our time has gone by so very quickly today. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a couple more questions to end with and yeah. uh, let you get off to your gig. You have a gig tonight, right? Oh, yeah, I yeah, do. Yes. Yeah. If there were one thing about Japan mm-hmm. that you wish everyone in America knew more about, what would that be? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I have, I have too much emotion for Japan, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. Well, honestly, yeah, but honestly, um, I guess I, I think, like, when I ask, what do you like? Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Japanese culture to American friends? Mm-hmm. They like they say something like food, anime, like blah blah blah. Yes. But I think for me, Japanese culture, especially like main part of Japanese culture is people. Mm-hmm. Especially like people is war like warmth. Mm-hmm. Like people are so warm, especially in the countryside of Japan. Yes. They welcome and they open arms for everyone. And that's my favorite Japanese culture. So when they come to Japan. Mm-hmm. When I mean when America, when my American friends when my friends overseas come to Japan, I want them to go to like a local part of Japan, and they I want them to interact with local people. Mm-hmm. That's I think the true Japan. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's one of the reasons I created the Ronjiro Japan podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, because I. Because anime and Tokyo is like a metropolitan. It's a part of Japan, but it's not everything for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, like, I like this. So many kinds of green in Japan. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought it's like a gradation of green in Japan, especially my hometown. Mm -hmm. So I really love um, the rural area of Japan. Absolutely. Me too. It's... uh, Sometimes tough to just live in the city if you can't get out to see the green. Yeah. <laughs> nightlife is also fun, though. <laughs> the nightlife is fun in the city, yes. <laughs> yeah. there's comedy clubs in the city, too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yes. Um, I'm just going to end with this. And again, I thank you for your time. We've all heard the expression, uh, laughter is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. What is your stand-up comedy helping to cure? Well, I guess uh, my stand-up is going to be a good chance for people to think about any topic. And uh, it's going to be the medicine for healing the division, especially like, uh, like I don't know, like uh, conflict mm-hmm. with people who has different opinions. Because stand-up comedy's best part is we can laugh at some people whose opinion is different from yours. Sure. Yeah, that's why I keep doing what I do with jokes and laughter. Very important in Japan. Mm-hmm. Sakuya Nagawa, thank you for your time today joining us on the Ronjiro Japan podcast. I've really enjoyed speaking with you. Make, you me, so make me one promise. Mm-hmm. When you get signed to appear on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. please send me an email and let me know. For sure. (laughs) I'd love to do it. Let's keep in touch. Best of luck to you, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us on the Ronjiro Japan podcast. For more insights on Japan from people who know Japan, be sure to subscribe to the podcast right now and check out our website at www.ronjirujapan.com. That's www.ronjirujapan.com. 
Links to all our content are on the website and in the description for this episode, including links to Facebook and Twitter and our YouTube channel, which also has a variety of videos in addition to regular episodes. Please subscribe, follow and share. I look forward to talking to you again in the next episode. From Ronjiro Japan in Tokyo, I've been your host JT. Until next time, o genki de ne.